Good morning. My name is Amber, and welcome to the first episode of Morning Tea, a podcast dedicated to spilling the tea about real struggles from real people, whether it's relationships, personal growth, or something a little more specific. I'm here to offer you advice as a confidant and a friend. So brew yourself a cup of some tea or whatever you fancy, and let's chat. Today I'm sipping on some kombucha. It's from HealthAid. There's some ASMR for you. (laughs) It is the bubbly rose flavor. So I guess it's technically a kind of tea, but uh, this is really nice to have on an empty stomach. So that's what I'm having today. So this episode is all about friendships. I'm going to be discussing some different methods for viewing your friendships as well as what to do when you need to let go of somebody in your life. And as we all know, this is really hard to do and it can be very hard to confront people and even confront your own feelings, but that's what we're here for. So just a couple disclaimers before we get started today. The methods I'm sharing aren't meant to objectify people. (laughs) It might sound like it a little bit, um, but this episode is really just meant to help people who feel like they might be struggling a little bit with their friendships uh, and they maybe need a little guidance. Also, just as another disclaimer, this episode very, very briefly mentions mental illness and suicide. So if these are topics that are sensitive to you, I would uh, not advise listening to this episode, but I will also give a disclaimer again when that time comes. So you could just skip ahead like 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds, and it'll be over. So without further ado, let's get started. There's a saying that you are the average of the five people closest to you. If you were to label each of your five closest friends as their leading characteristic or characteristics, what would that look like? Do you see their traits in yourself as well? Now, five is an arbitrary number because we all have a different amount of close friends, but the idea is to take a closer look at the people who you surround yourself with. Personally, I don't believe in bad people necessarily, but I do believe in chemistry and compatibility. Some people may have a negative effect on your life because your leading traits aren't compatible with theirs. For instance, if my leading trait is outspoken, but your leading trait is harmonic, am I saying that right? You know what I mean? Like harmony, but (laughs) harmonic? I think that's how you pronounce it. If you're harmonic and I'm more outspoken, we might see some conflict because I might be speaking out against something, whereas you're trying to keep the peace. Neither trait is good or bad, it it just is what it is. So the average of five is just one way to look at friendships. I actually have a couple other methods that I wanted to share today that I came up with, or at least I think I did. I haven't heard them anywhere else, and yeah. (laughs) The first method is called the closet method, and if anybody else is a fan of Marie Kondo, I think I'm saying her name right, you're going to really like this one because it's kind of the like, does it spark joy thing um, in her show Tidying Up. And if you haven't watched that, I seriously recommend it. It's so good. Um, But I think it can be applied to more than just material items. So I want you to think about your friendships like clothes in your closet. We might hang on to different pieces for different reasons. Some items look really great online or in the store, but they don't 
really fit right when you put them on. But we have buyer's remorse, so we don't want to give them away. Some items we hang on to for sentimental reasons. It might not be our style or even fit us anymore, but it has so much history and meaning to us that we can't bear to part with it. And some items frankly just don't flatter us. We're either way too lazy to be dealing with them, or they just sit in our closet, or maybe we hang on to them because someday they'll fit, but just not right now. Then, There's our favorite pieces, the items that we reach for every single day. They fit perfectly and they make us feel good. And in terms of friendships, these would be your core people, your best friends. Now, I realize how one-sided and objectifying this whole idea sounds, um, but that's not the intention. It's important to just take a step back and really think about who you surround yourself with. What are you giving to people and what are people bringing into your life? Are you friends with someone because on paper it sounded great, but in reality it's not really working out? Or maybe you feel guilty for feeling that way, so you continue to just half-ass a friendship. Are you friends with somebody from your past that you have a lot of great memories with, but in reality you've grown apart over the years? And again, the guilt just keeps flooding in because how can you say goodbye to an old friend? Are you maybe friends with somebody and you're not sure why? Maybe that person doesn't really try as hard as you do at the friendship or vice versa. Or maybe you both just aren't compatible, but you continue a friendship because you think it could work at some point. To me, it's better to keep your favorite pieces in your closet and just get rid of the rest. And that doesn't mean being a jerk and like texting all of these people that uh, fit in the other categories outside of your core people and be like, I, oh, I'm done with you because of this, this, and this reason. Like, don't do that. (laughs) But maybe it's time to start letting go of these people because it just makes sense to. And chances are, they might be feeling the same way. You'd be surprised at how often that happens, and it just takes one person to say, I'm just not feeling this anymore. It's kind of like breaking up with a significant other, honestly. I think you sometimes have to break up with your friends if it's just not right anymore. If you were in a relationship a romantic one, just to put this in perspective. And this person, you just weren't feeling it for whatever reason. Any of these reasons, you know, you have history with them and you've been dating for a long time, so you're comfortable or uh, it just seemed right on paper, but it's not quite working right now. You wouldn't stay in it. At least I hope you wouldn't. Or maybe they're treating you like garbage. Also, get out, you know? So I think of it, it's the same thing with friendships. If people aren't working out anymore, break up with them. You don't have to be mean about it. You could just be honest, and that's okay to do that. So later in the episode, we are going to talk about some different approaches you could take to breaking up with people. But yeah, for right now, we are just talking about how to be objective in looking at your relationships, as objective as possible. So the other method I have for viewing friendships is a little more simple. It's called the three-circle method. So I want you to draw a little circle either in your mind or on an actual piece of paper, depending on how you work or how your mind works. Now draw a bigger circle around the first one, and then draw an even bigger circle around the first and second circles. The first circle, the smallest and innermost one, is your core people. These are your absolute best friends, the people in your life that you talk to every day or something close to that. You have no question in your mind that the feelings are mutual between both of you. 
The second circle, the middle one, is your in-between friends. They aren't quite core people, but they're still people you enjoy keeping in touch with. Maybe you see them like once a month or every few months, but you keep in touch in between then. And then there's the third circle, the outermost one. These are the awkward friendships. Maybe they're new friendships that have the potential to go into your second circle at some point. Or maybe these are the people that you're a little unsure of whether or not you want to keep them in your life. To keep things simple, my advice is to do your best to move the people you want to stay into your second circle and honestly just get rid of the rest. And obviously that's such a crude way of putting it, but that's kind of the essential idea. Excuse me, there's that bucha coming back. The ultimate goal is to have two circles, maybe even one. So no matter how you view your friendships, we all struggle at some point with dilemmas of letting people go. Sometimes it's mutual and other times it isn't. I think we get so caught up sometimes with being afraid to hurt people's feelings, even if it's unintentional. When it comes to friendships, of course it's a two-way street and we want to be good to each other. But if you're friends with someone out of obligation, isn't that worse than letting someone go? No one wins in that situation. It's better to be impeccable with your word. Be true to your truth, so to speak. As long as you are kind and genuine, you have nothing to worry about. If someone else is unhappy with you, even though you're just being honest, that essentially falls on them. Because they're responsible for their own happiness, not you. I had a good friend once tell me, It's not being mean, it's just being honest. And that's something that's super important to remember. So this is where that disclaimer from the beginning came in. Um, A story that I'm going to be sharing right now does involve talking about suicide and mental illness. So I would recommend maybe skipping ahead 30 seconds, uh, maybe a minute just to be safe. Um, But I just want to put that disclaimer warning here once more. I remember in high school, I felt this huge need to help people. I always felt like I was the person that people would come to for advice all the time. At the time, I had no idea that I was an empath. And if you don't know what that means, you should look it up. But the essential idea is that I am very sensitive to everybody's feelings around me. And I need to create a bubble so that I am not so sensitive. (laughs) So when people would pour out their hearts to me, I would just absorb their feelings like a sponge. And as you can imagine, this was exhausting. I had my own problems to deal with and I found it so difficult to separate my feelings from other people's. I remember several instances of people telling me their issues and these tended to be problems that were way too big for me to help with, like issues with parents and stuff like that. And I finally had to separate from them. I, I was always trying to be as kind as possible and I had their best interest in mind, not mine. I would tell them something like, I want to be here for you as a friend, but some of the things you're dealing with require professionals help. I think you should seek out an adult that can better help you. The people I said this to would sometimes threaten to kill themselves if I stopped talking to them. I'm not kidding. (laughs) And this would weigh on me even more because now I felt like I was not only responsible for their feelings and their problems, but their lives as well. Now, this is a very, very extreme case, and I hope that no one else is dealing with this or doing this to somebody, but it also was a really good lesson in learning about responsibility in friendships. My point of this story is that you are responsible for you. 
People might not handle it well when you make the decision to separate from them, but ultimately their feelings belong to them and yours belong to you. So if you're scared that somebody could hurt themselves, maybe contact the authorities for a wellness check too. Um, You can always call your local dispatch and just tell them I need a wellness check on somebody. Uh, I've actually had to do that in the past for people and it just gives you a really good peace of mind. But this this is, again, a very extreme case and I'm guessing that and I'm really hoping that no none of you are dealing with this. But on the off chance you are, I just want you to know that um, there are things that you can do. You're not responsible for people and that's a really hard thing to come to terms with, especially when it comes to friendships. It's good to remember that Even if someone is upset with you about your friendship ending, even if they're not threatening anything extreme, remember that you made that decision for a reason. Your intentions are likely not to be hurtful. You're just looking out for yourself, which we all have to do at some point. Like I said, you are not responsible for anybody else. Not everyone is going to be a good match for you when it comes to friendships, and that's okay. And that goes the other way too. You're not always going to be a good match for other people. It's okay to say no to people and to separate yourself if that's what you need. Again, it's about being kind and being genuine. Be straightforward, but be kind. At that point, you have done your best and the other party can deal with their feelings on their own time. So now let's get into how to let somebody go. The fact is that it's never easy. There isn't a good way of doing it, so it's best to pick a method that works well for you and that might change depending on the friendship. As sad as this is going to (laughs) sound, I have figured out a lot of these methods through practice. I've had to learn the hard way to be responsible for my own happiness and let other people go when it's no longer mutually beneficial. I pride myself on being a genuine person, so I would never want to lead people on if it's not working out. So this first method is the easiest, the Irish goodbye, as some might call it. This just means that you leave without a word. It's basically the silent treatment. It's a little ambiguous because some people might not pick up on it right away, but eventually they're going to get the point. So this method is most effective when both parties contribute, as in both people just don't say anything. And I think it's also effective when it's a newer friendship. You just, it's sometimes okay to just not say anything. Hopefully they will get the point. But if the other person is very persistent, which happens in this, in that case, you can move on to the second method, which is the I'm just busy method. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I tend to use this one a lot. It's kind of the halfway mark between the Irish goodbye and just being straight up with somebody. So when other people are asking you to get together Using this method, you might say something like, sorry, I'm just really busy right now. And that's it. It's pretty straightforward. There's no fluff added. And you want to make sure you don't add anything like, oh, but when I'm free, I would love to. Because you only say that with friends you do want to see. Sometimes we are just genuinely really busy, but we do want to make it work with our good people. The purpose of the I'm just busy method is to quietly slip away. Like the Irish goodbye, hopefully they get the point. Some people, though, are very, very persistent, so method three might work out best for you. The third method is just being straightforward, and this is not the same as being mean. Let's clarify that. (laughs) This just means that you are kind, 
but you're firm and you're honest with the other person. I've had to use this method several times with people, and I can say from experience that this is the hardest one of all. Not everybody appreciates honesty. I am someone who does, so I would rather people be honest with me than be fake, but not everybody functions that way. And that's when it's important to remember that you're not responsible for their happiness. You don't have to sugarcoat anything, because if people can't handle the truth, that's something that they have to deal with on their own personal time. That's not your responsibility. But that doesn't mean being a jerk and being like, I don't want to be friends with you because you're an idiot. Like, I do think you should be honest to a point, though. This method isn't for listing everything that's wrong with somebody. Unless some, like, beef happened between you two, it's just better to be gracious and kind. So let's say that someone has been asking to get together with you a lot lately. You think this person is cool, but you just don't really have time for them. They're like the third circle friend, or you're just not as into the friendship as they are. Instead of leading them on, you could just say something like, hey, I think you are super cool, but I just don't have time right now for new friendships. It's really not a personal thing. I just don't want to lead you on. And there you go. It's as simple as that. It's not mean. It's just honest. And if they take it as an insult, that's on them, not you. They're responsible for their own happiness. And obviously, this can be a lot harder when it comes to deeper friendships. I've had to do this with people who I've been very close with, some of my best friends, that something usually happened between us or we've grown apart, whatever the circumstance is, just be honest. That's the bottom line. I can't give you a perfect formula for what exactly to tell people in that situation because your friendship is unique. And even in ending a friendship... It should be treated as unique and personal. But remember to be kind, to be honest, to be gracious. Thank them for everything. Because even if things are ending on bad terms or something happened, you have those memories. And those are really important and it's good to be gracious. I think it's important too to be easy on yourself no matter what the situation is. Ending a friendship is really hard on both parties. So if you're the one ending it, give yourself a little slack too. We are all, hopefully, doing the best we can in this life. And it's best to assume that about other people, as in giving them the benefit of the doubt. Speaking of which, I wanted to briefly touch on handling a situation when someone is ending a friendship with you. I feel like this feeling just hits us right in the childhood. It's that feeling of rejection when someone says, I don't want to be your friend. What if instead of feeling rejected, we take the opposite path and we don't take it personally? Maybe someone is ending a friendship with you because you aren't compatible anymore. Or maybe they need to look out for their own happiness right now. In the end, it, it's not about you. It's about them. Even if they say, this friendship is ending because of you, it's your fault, that's still a reflection of them and how they feel. We can't put ourselves in other people's worlds because we can only be in our own. We have our own perspective to go off of. And that's it. So instead of being butthurt about it, sit back and reflect for a second. We can take what they say personally, or you can continue on and be gracious. Be kind to them, even if they aren't being kind to you. Continue working on yourself, whether you take their words to heart or not. It's better to have authentic relationships anyways. This, of course, is easier said than done, 
but with practice and intention, I'm sure you can handle it. This process of friendships coming and going is part of the journey of life. So chances are you will have plenty of opportunities to practice these methods I've shared today and probably develop some of your own too. These methods of viewing friendships and letting people go as well as being let go of can be applied to more than just friends. These can be applied to romantic relationships, work relationships, even family sometimes. If I can leave you with any advice today, it's to be true to your truth and be responsible for your own happiness. I'm not perfect at friendships. No one is. But when we stop assuming the worst in others and treat people well, we may find better balance in our relationships. In the end, hopefully our close five or whatever number you have is a reflection of the person we want to be. In that same respect, we are adding something to the dynamic of our friendships that works for other people. We want to be a positive part of someone else's close five and contribute to their happiness without being responsible for it. That's the tea. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today and supporting the Morning Tea podcast. I am so excited to be sharing all these thoughts and ideas with you and hopefully giving you some solid advice to take with you in the future. I might be young, but the old soul in me feels like I have a lot of advice to share. And it's okay if you don't agree with it all, but it's there if you need it. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and that it starts off on the right foot. Cheers! And I will see you next time.